My name is Jordan Wasserberger, and I'm the host of the Excelsior podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to go over a few of Horseman's community norms. Speak from the I perspective, listen for understanding, assume complexity, expect and accept a lack of closure, and learning leaves, stories stay. On top of this, I also want all listeners to keep in mind that in any podcast, we may bring up issues of race, sexuality, gender, and socioeconomic status. We here at Excelsior do not shy away from these types of issues, as they may be necessary to the discussions we are having. Regardless, we always are sure to approach these conversations with respect and civility. As an aside, this episode was recorded using spatial audio, and so we recommend that you use headphones for the best audio experience. With that out of the way, let's get into it. So Logan, you know those people that just disagree with everyone else's opinions for no reason? They just want to be contrarian? I, I just, have, just be a bad person. Yeah, no, I know a couple you know people. You know what I'm talking about? No, I know. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, love one. Trust me, like, remember that. Don't, don't watch the episode. So guys, welcome <laughs> up to the Excelsior Podcast. Uh, yeah, that's how we started out. I'll start running into it. Give mine. So welcome to the Excelsior Podcast. Uh, today, I couldn't hear a single word that you said. Welcome back <laughs> to the Excelsior Podcast. Thank you, Irene. I've <laughs> got a musical intro. From, this already started. This is all part of the episode. Uh, we've got a musical <laughs> intro from our first offer. Guys, welcome back to the Excelsior Podcast. Today is episode I don't know. And I'm never going to know. I think it's 13 and like 14 and 15. Regardless of what it is, what are you talking about? Spider-Man Marvel, which is unbelievable. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Wasserberger. Today, I'm joined by the worst opinion in the history of mankind, Roman Dracos. I was very biased in trail. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much slander. We haven't even talked about it. That didn't even make sense. You said he had the worst opinion. Or you said worst opinion, Logan Dracos. You didn't yeah. say yeah. worst yeah. opinion. I mean, Logan is the worst it's, opinion. Exactly. All right. Um, you, you might know me from the uh, Rick and Morty podcast. What? No, 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 how come, how come we didn't get titled intros, but he did? Yeah, well, yeah. What form? Yeah, Jane and I are CEO of recruitment. I'm the CEO. Actually, I'm the chief editor. I still am the VP. Can you be the chief editor if you haven't edited in eight months or four months? I'm in, I'm in charge of editing. And I'm in charge of what editing? But he's got the cool message at the start of the episode. Oh, oh the one that he made I'm over here. Right. Right. We need an edited version of that because we need. We gotta update it. Like, it's, yeah, I sound so scared. You sound so sad. Can we talk about <laughs> Spider Man? Yeah, <laughs> Spider Man, no way home. Uh, we don't have enough time. We have too little to get our overall thoughts, it's like just going around. So let's just launch right into it. This movie's crazy. Like, this movie's crazy, right? Please all acknowledge whether you like it, like 98% of the population, or you dislike it, like Logan Brown. Don't dislike it. You like it? Do you wanna say I like it? Do you wanna start by saying <laughs> no. a ridiculous take? Alright, so. Let's start with this. I. So basically, to prelude, um, everyone from the Excelsior team, not including myself, went to go see it opening night or the day after opening night, and I got these all these texts that were like, it's insane, it's so good, number one MCU movie, not even close. No, 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 that was just, that was just from one I'm oh, sorry, just, just for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Actually, no, I did. I did no, not call it the number no, one MCU. Can we talk about the text I got from one year, right after we signed No Way Home, which was, and I quote, No Way Home is better than The Dark Knight. I no, remember. No, 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 no
You're right. You uh, actually don't uh, it doesn't matter when you said it. It's still an insane thing. It was better on the second watch. Oh. Uh, I think at this point we need to consider um, checking Ethan, Ethan into like che- just checking him out because he might yeah. be concussed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's no yeah, possible explanation for that answer. I like Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Like Spider-Man. Ethan blackmailed. Ethan, Ethan was right, guys. Whoa, whoa. I, I decided. Whoa. I made the decision. Ethan was right. Patrick, you're never allowed to come. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have this stuff. That's ridiculous. That being anyway. said, I'm about to slander. So my <laughs> my expectations were set impossibly high. Uh, which honestly may play into how I viewed the movie. Anyway, so I went to see it a couple weeks later with my brother, and I came out of it, and I'm sure almost all of you have seen the Excelsior tier list, of course. <laughs> and, and I would definitely place it solidly in the S tier, but I don't see it. I personally have a different tier list in which the top three movies are Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Infinity War. That's the third <laughs> tier list! That's the <laughs> one! We're not going to go back to all that. And I would have No Way Home below those three movies. And so that is my personal no, take. I don't think Guardians is better than No Way Home. No, I think Guardians is better than No Way Home. Listen, that's the actual movie. But okay, but why? But why? Right, because this this is the best avenue to get into this film. What are your actual? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> plot, plot. Okay, I agree. The plot was bad. Plot. Okay, I'm not saying plot was bad. Whoa. I'm you're ranking a top no, four, and you're saying plot is, is bad. Can we first separate? I think we need to delineate how we're judging this film because okay. you can judge a film by how well crafted you think it is, or you can judge a film by how it made you feel and your experience right. watching it. Which I think are in this case two very different. I think different both things. of those combined to combine well, chasing the film. No, yeah, I think I, we which is why I think you have to knock No Way Home down a few points because, because I think the plot is very shaky and you forget that because of how good it ends. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I think, I think the, my the biggest thing with the plot is there are too many ways to get out of the plot. Like all Peter had to do was just say, "Hey, forget Mysterio," instead of "forget Spider Man," okay. and it would have been fine. Right? That's the thing, because look at the most top three movies. Infinity War, there's no way to get out of what happens. They try their best and they fail, right? Iron Man, there's no getting out of the plot. He's there's like, but you could say that with every movie. Doctor Strange could have gone home and not brought the time stone. No, but that's no, 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 no. Iron Man didn't have to snap. He could have like, maybe gave it to like Captain America. No, but in this movie right? in particular. But, but uh, we're describing are literally just different films. Like this is, Spider-Man could have done different things and they would have made logical sense. Iron Man could have not snapped and killed him. But that's not No, but literally, okay, either way, no. But also, I would kill him. Just the whole thing. He And also he just acts very silly. like. You think by this point he's gone through all this experience with the Avengers, with Stark, that he has a sense of maturity to him, but then he just does that. And like, but he's, he's now I'm not saying he's done all these things. Strange even calls him out. It's like you, you didn't think to call him. Wait, hold on. Yeah. But the whole setup is that two very impulsive, and they have been established in the past as very impulsive people. Yes. Unleash all this chaos, all this awesome stuff that we get to see in the end of the film, because. They didn't stop and have a conversation beforehand to actually work out the spell before they started. But that's not a plot hole. That's just that's not a plot impulsive. hole. It's a it's, it's not a plot I'm hole. But it, that I it doesn't. I seem don't realistic. believe it feasibly. I think it's a very sort of weak plot sauce to say we get all of this 
because they were that impulsive. Yeah. That yeah. is like, do you really think the strange wouldn't explain to Peter, hey, I'm gonna go cast the spell and it's gonna reset the universe. Maybe don't start talking yeah, in the I, middle of it. I thought Strange's behavior was weirder than Peter's. Like I bought into the whole teenager thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mephisto. Is, I, I actually agree with you. Yeah. I think what the thing is though, every time like an audience walks into a Marvel movie, like they suspend their disbelief to like a certain extent, right? This requires like, more than it should. I think I, I agree. It's it's this requires more than it should. When I walk into Infinity War, right, I'm not going in and I'm like, wait, did this have to happen? Why did this happen? Right? No, because I'm in, like entranced in the story, yeah. my yeah. disbelief is suspended to the point where I can immerse myself in the movie. And No Way Home didn't do that. I I I totally agree with what um you were saying where I actually I'm totally in with like Peter not like thinking to call MIT and like him being an idiot child. I will say though, I personally didn't know that you could like call. Yeah, I didn't. Know. Yeah, I didn't know <laughs> that you were. Do you guys not like, read the referral letters? Like, <laughs> <I do. laughs> anyway, um, I did, but um, um, where was I going with this? Doctor Strange was though. That was my bigger problem yeah. with the movie, and I think Doctor Strange is like kind of like. Tearing towards like or veering towards like screwing up the entire MCU. I, I mean, mean, think he already has him. No, I, no, no, no. That's not what I. I don't mean like like plot wise. Uh, I think like him as a character yeah, is like yeah. a pro a massive problem in the I MCU. I've, yeah, I've yeah. always felt like specifically Doctor Strange though is like a massive problem in the MCU. So well, Wanda is about to be much more of a problem. No, but I mean, no, oh, I just mean like problem. how his character no, works. He, like, he he runs the risk of derailing. The yeah, MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Right. Just like no, no, no. That's not at all. I mean, like he had the time stone for like all these movies and like chooses it and like isn't actually punished for using it he can like make portals that cut people's arm off like he but that's make, like, the thing he, he could have made anyone forget he can make thanos forget how to like walk or breathe and like, well, like, 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 like stuff like like i feel like he's a really like i think he's the center of most plot holes generated in the mcu so i agree with that but as so I just feel like that belief has been suspended in like multiple movies with Doctor Strange. But see, the thing is, I don't, I wouldn't call it a plot hole. My issue with how he's acting in this film, I would call it a poor plot. That's why they have all the theories oh. about him being like um, Mephisto. 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 Yeah, because it's so much. Power so much in Marvel, right? Wanda being able to section off an entire city and Doctor Strange just not showing up. Oh, right. we hear, we hear, or, or, you know, all these characters getting more and more powerful to the point of ridiculousness. And No Way Home, I think, in part, serves to take Peter and remove him from that, right? Getting rid of the Iron Spider suit, getting rid of all of the stuff, getting that plain old spandex red and blue is part of that. Uh, and so I think you know, probably more of an issue when we get to the Fantastic Four and the X-Men when there are really no bounds over what people can do. Um, but for now, you're definitely right. You know, with Doctor Strange, we're bordering on, on the edge of, of power creep. But aside from the plot, aside from those little plot holes, can we just acknowledge just how good this movie is? Just every, I think, as I was next to what happened when we saw it. And starting with Matt Murdock's entrance, I think yeah. every few minutes he and I were just hitting each other, like, dude, 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 like, come on. Yeah. Watching that and then, awesome. Oh my god! I was like holding Jordan. Yeah, like, I was, I was <laughs> like Justin like, can testify, I was jumping out of my seat. Literally every doing popcorn everywhere. Wait, so when Andrew shows up, the entire theater goes, I thought, I think we have one of the best theater reactions. Oh my yeah, god, it was insane. Oh my, was I was insane. so happy like, because people actually reacted for Matt yeah, Murdock. Yes. Yeah, but when Andrew came, when Andrew came on, the entire theater goes out. We all saw the eyes. Yeah. He's sitting there, stone faced. No, <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't recognize the suit. It took me a second. 
Have you seen that? Literally, they've been hyping. The audience reaction, by the way, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's so bad. It's just quiet. They just see like she like walks in. I went to see it for audience reaction. I went to see it this weekend again. I saw it on Saturday, and there were like a total of. 10 people in my theater and there was still a huge reaction when Andrew came out. It was it was insane. Yeah, can we all, can we just start out Andrew Garfield is the best part of this film. He yeah. Really yeah. Is yeah. Is yeah. Hashtag I disagree. Yeah, like I think Will and Defoe, I think Tom Holland. I think Tom Holland. I think Tom Holland. Yes. Oh, all the, there's not a bad performance in this movie. But I have yeah, to say I started like crying every single time there was a Gwen reference. Oh my god. Have you had tears now? I every time No, you did call. I you did call in the literally no way home theater cast. I said yeah. what has to happen is Andrew saves uh MJ. You did yeah. say that. And Andrew every, saved MJ. Everybody called that. I knew it was coming yeah. and that was the part that brought me. Oh my god. Patrick, Patrick, that was good. Can I actually um me and Logan were talking about this actually. I I disagree. I thought it was like it was just that was a little too much fanfare. What? I think that bodied on a little bit because they showed it in the trailer. Too. No, they showed Tom trying to save her. It's yeah. obvious. Oh, he wasn't going to be the one. Okay, like, but, I, like of course yeah. Tom was getting, like when Tom got. This is what I'll say. When Tom got hit, yeah. there was never a moment in my life where yeah. I believed that MJ was going to die. But I don't think not even did. for a but second. But I don't think you. But I don't think that takes work. away from it. Yeah, it does at that's the moment. Do I, I mean, it's not, not about the, the fear moment. of MJ. Ethan, when he it's catches about her, it's like no, where he catches her, he's like, he needs her to say that she's okay because he has to know that he didn't mess up again, but he didn't fail again. I was like, dude, yeah. One part I found like a little weird was when he was like, she was my MJ. That I found that like a little corny. Oh no, that was cute. No. How about straight up the best scene in the film when the three Spider-Man first meet? Yeah. Because we were talking about something like Home Theory cast. No, no, no. The best scene is when they're on the scaffold. Okay. Yeah, when they're on the scaffold. I talk about the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, no. And, and he just goes, I love you guys. Love you. And then in, <laughs> Thank in, you. In, 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 but that scene. That's like, improvised. I don't yeah. know if watched that scene since where they all put on their masks and they run and they jump yeah. off and they're literally swinging oh, off of yeah. each other. I can watch that scene any time of day and I want to go to like, it's. Oh my can god. You, can you go on the fanfare though, Logan, on that, that MJ dropping scene? Alright, I, mean, I don't want to drop too many hot takes and get yelled at. No, 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 no. Drop the hot takes. Alright, drop the hot takes. I kind of agree with what you guys Fanfare sucks and it's the worst part of every MCU movie. Right? That's why. Whoa. That's <laughs> why. That's where I was going. So, right in Endgame, right? There's so much fanfare and it, it sucks. It detracts from the quality of the movie. I don't anyway, think so. I think anyway, you were going crazy when Captain America picked up the hammer. Like, I was going crazy, right? But oh like, yeah, so that was really bad. But like, like, Avengers is not real. Like obviously, not everyone, everyone heard him say Avengers. Hold, hold on, but can we like, let Logan talk and no. then. Sorry. No, 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 no. Right. Let's so, talk. That's right. Where, where did I start? What are we talking about? In No Way Home specifically, right? One of my main qualms with this movie is how much of its DNA is kind of drawn from other sources, right? We have these amazing characters, the other two Spider-Mans, right? And we love those characters and then all of the villains as well. And they interact so well within No Way Home. And yet at the same time, I have this kind of thing in the back of my head that's saying, is No Way Home only really good because of what it took from? So mm. I, I really want to jump on that. It's called a sequel. I think No Way Home is great because of that stuff. I think it is good yeah. because it is Peter Parker's origin story. 
and they actually yeah. gave Tom Holland. That is true. That is true. That's the best take. Andrew and Toby are amazing supplements to Peter's arc in this film because they have been through what he is going through in this film. That being said, they they are not. They don't take the film away from Peter's yeah, arc. It Holland still focuses right, on yeah. him the whole way yeah. through and ends on him. It ends with things going wrong for him. It's not like they came in as a deus ex machina and solved everything. Right. They came in to assist his arc, which then leads to the conclusion of that arc in how it all wraps up with Doctor Strange casting that spell. Yeah, well, because we talked about on the No Way Home theory cast, both, that, that was, that was tear-inducing. Um, both, both other politics had something to teach Tom, right? Andrew teach him about loss, Toby had to teach him what it meant to be Spider-Man. And they both achieved that, and the film does a good job of very much the second they achieve that, getting rid of them. Like, they don't overstay their welcome, they don't do too much, they say what they need to say, do what they need to do, and then they're gone. I think Patrick's right. It's a good movie, and that just elevates it. I, I think, sorry, the MJ falling thing is a good example of how Andrew didn't take away yeah. from Tom's Peter, like, moment of, like, try, like it was, like, it, it could have been very easy for Andrew to catch MJ and then, like, it'd be like, oh, it was his moment, you know? But, like, they made it so that, like, the fact that they had, like, Tom's Peter try to get... MJ, but then was taken away by like the goblin, and then and then Andrew catching her, but not, but like not taking away from Tom, but like as part of his own like, I don't want to say redemption because a lot of people call it redemption. I don't know if it was redemption, but it was like kind of a little bit of closure for him yeah. about Gwen's death, and I think because of that, because they made it like in such a sentimental way, it became like a lot more of a personal like. Um, not necessarily fanfare because I think that this was a moment where it could have been very much like fanfare, very but like, real too, and yeah, but it became real, and I think that that yeah. was a distinction that they made very well. Yeah, something else also that I consider is that I think the fanfare criticisms are valid, but I think we because there's fanfare in this moment, we often forget everything else that happened in the movie prior to Andrew and McGuire coming in. You know, Holland's working to try to actually help them. And that also plays into his own development and the fact that sometimes people actually might have to lose their life because mm-hmm. in trying to save those people, a lot more people are going to die. Right. Aunt May dies because Parker oh wanted to that's save them. Yeah, and that's cool. a huge moment for him as he develops and matures into the Spider-Man from the comics and not Stark Jr. So I think that part is what makes the movie good. Like The fanfare is just icing on the cake. But I think a lot of people see that as the movie, the final scene, the Spider-Man versus kind of like the Sinister Six kind of type of thing. But most of the movie is just Holland trying to figure out how he can do the right thing his way and realizing sometimes someone has to lose their life, which is why he wants to kill Goblin at the end. But then the Spider-Man come and teach him not to kill, which is why he sacrifices his own friendships to save everyone else. I think because of how well Andrew Garfield performed, um, People are like not acknowledging Holland. that. Yeah, I think like I think Holland was. I I love Defoe's performance and I love Garfield's performance, but I think Holland was. I, I think he, he is the best Spider Man. Yeah. I think it is. It's his movie, and that's why I don't think they detract. I fully agree with Patrick. Um, I think he's. I think he steals the show yeah. personally. Like, you just see how like, just like, that, in the Aunt May scene, like you just see how badly he's hurting. Like throughout the movie, like what he's dealing with. And that scene where he like just straight up wants to kill Willem Dafoe, right? Like, 
You can just tell, like, you can tell he's pretty pissed. You well, know? I, was like, I, I don't think it's that. I think it's the scene right after Ahmed dies where he's standing looking at J. Jonah James. That's my favorite scene. Yeah. Yes. Oh, such a good scene. And then he gets, and then he's getting shot at. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's yeah. grieving for his, like, basically, mother, mother figure. Yeah, like, yeah. mother figure. And he's like, it's a, they weren't kidding. This was going to be a brutal movie. It's a yeah. brutal movie. I remember, Jordan actually got it wrong. Uh, I would just, like, say that. Yeah, first of all, he thought Happy was going to die. Yeah. Um, I said Aunt May. They set it up like Happy. I, they set it up. Also, I said Aunt May was going to die. Movie was like, oh, who knows? Also, she repeat that. I wouldn't have cared if Happy died. I literally started crying when MJ died. Or when that was Happy died. That would have been awful. You are you so with You are, oh my god. I'm losing it back God. God. The aunt was so much more. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Yeah, we care more about. Just because you can care more about the aunt doesn't mean that you don't care if like a person loses. Oh yeah, happy dead. Oh, don't care. I'm the aunt's fine. No, I wouldn't. It would have hurt us in a different way. I I care about. I thought happy was actually underused because in Far From Home, I thought he killed it. I think that this was the perfect. But that's the tactic, actually. Just that moment, like, obviously you're already so sad because of what happens with May and you're seeing Peter's reaction to it. But when I, when it was gut-wrenching for me was when Happy pulled up in the car and he's arrested and he's just laying there and he he just has to look. He's just like, run, Peter, run. He can't even see May. And that for me was like, I can't emphasize. This is a good character. I said this earlier in the podcast. I also got sad when when they're at the... Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, this one, like I was just, me and Jordan like uh, breaking down because yeah. I thought she survived for a second. I was like, oh like, no, God, I knew she was dead. I knew she was dead. I was like, oh thank God. God, and then I was like, oh, Jordan, no, 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 no. This is what it feels like to have below average intelligence, by the way. Um, are you okay? No, yeah. you're done. Okay. Um, what I was saying was that uh, I don't know if happy. Well, first of all, if happy died, I would have been extremely sad, but I would have been. It would have been sad in a different way. I don't think it would have been as impactful as Aunt May dying here. Like, it would have been impactful in terms of, like, my fandom and what yeah. he means to me. But, but in terms of the plot, it was a better death than Aunt May dying. Exactly. What did you say? He's not Peter irrelevant. Not he's not irrelevant. No, underrating their relationship with Far From But plot relevant. Rewatch Far From Home. You think he's going to be as devastating as Luke? Honestly, not as devastating, but you're just underrating. In Peter's life, he's less relevant. Than, yeah, than I, I agree. Well, no, that's obvious. He was that's right. what, no, I'm talking about emotional relevance. What, like to me. We're, we're talking <laughs> about emotional relevance. <laughs> <in the fan. laughs> um, I, sorry, I want to. Sorry, Alexei, be quiet. <laughs> Ouch. I want to talk about the the scene like leading up to where everything goes wrong. And where Willem Dafoe starts being the best actor of his generation. Oh my god. Oh my god. That scene where Peter has fixed Doc Ock and they're now. Dude, the Spider They did such an amazing representation of how to build tension by literally placing a timer on Electro's chest. Oh Oh my god, that was insane. it's ticking up to something, and you know it's ticking up to something. But you don't know the what. The sound starts going out as the, by the way, great depiction of spider sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Like, did you catch that in both the scene where Peter's not that of strange, and in that, there's the faint, like, outline? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 I saw yeah, it. I saw, saw it. I was like, so it's a, what, I saw his body moving on its own, and I was like, oh, it's a spider sense. That, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And, then, and then I see yeah. him, like, floating through the air, and I'm like, it reminded me of the Spider-Man game, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. When you see like the tingles oh, on his yeah, head. So cool. yeah. Yes. But then in that scene when he he talks to Willem Dafoe in the lab, and and you and he responds, I don't remember what he says, and you're like, 
That was a different voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it moves into the other room, and when everything goes wild and Willem Dafoe is in full Green Goblin mode, he... That that's like it's one of his best performances I've seen, and he's an amazing actor in general. Oh my god! Do you think, wait, no, so do you think got... he was Goblin the entire time? No, he wasn't. No, no, no. no. He, no I, I think he's Goblin the second he and Peter fixed Doc Ock. Yeah, I don't think there was no, any no, moment. No, he's Goblin the second. Was, the, once Doc Ock says, says no more Doc Ock. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's when it switched. But like, you think that's something else? Because no, I mean, it's not bad. No, but I'm just saying, that was such a good one. The the villains in this movie. My only thing, my, my only criticism for the villains is just that they underused Electro and the fact that they didn't play the Electro theme is a I don't think they underused Electro. I'll explain why. All you have to do to make it perfect is play the Electro theme. That's all they that's have to do. That is a cold take. That is such a cold take. Okay, I agree. Jordan, I agree that the villains are underused, but I want to actually ask some people. Who here cared about Lizard or Sandman in this film? They were just no, there to be there. They didn't even show Lizard. Sandman just wanted to see his daughter. <laughs> 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 they could have added like one second. Yeah, they picture. didn't even really make it make sense why Sandman is suddenly like working against and then with Peter. Like I can understand it if I start to. He's think more about just it. confused. No, Electro's Lizard's just like this is stupid. We should go against him, and Sandman's like, Yeah, I, I just want to go home. Oh, well, no, no, no. To be fair, like Sandman has like a different. He wants. The box. He's not actually really working here because he wants to. He just wants to go home. Yeah. Right, but they are going should. home to the moment they die. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. Sandman doesn't die. Sandman doesn't. Yeah, Sandman. Okay, this is the <laughs> one major plot thing. Neither Sandman, Sandman nor Lizard die in their respective. Gotta movies. fix them anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but that wasn't no, no, no. But to be fair, that like that wasn't part of the spell. Like the spell wasn't like no, but made so that the thing is like they because I I think the logic that they're going to use in the future is the reason why these villains could come without the TVA also showing up and breaking everything is they were going to die anyway, so it doesn't change the um the course of history. And what what's, what's the central time? Whatever it's central yeah. finite curve. Whatever. No, it's no, that's no, no, that's more that's stop. That was a joke. Oh Wait, my god! Hold on. Correct me if I'm wrong, but does Electro in the Amazing Spider-Man two ever find out? He does. He does. Oh, okay. That was it. But yeah, these are nitpicky things. I'm so glad. Alfred Molina, Willem Dafoe, Jamie Foxx, God tier villains. I think all like. Also, electric design, by the way. Oh, the new design is so good. That's pretty cool. I have a question. What was up with Ned having? So Doctor Strange takes him like a year, two years, three years to learn magic. And he's Ned, the best sorcerer ever. Right. Ned, Ned a makes a circle and... A circle no. Oh no, I wish we could have Peter uh, have random hand motion. Okay, no, I'm gonna get so mad in the future because I know they're never gonna use this again. <laughs> or if no, they Ned, do, it's not gonna be. Ned was just like a side character that they wanted to make like... Magic. Yeah, because I feel like for this movie they focused on like... MJ and Peter's relationship yeah. versus Peter and Ned. But I don't know Peter and Ned's they way more impactful than Peter and MJ. Okay. I, don't I don't know. Oh my god. Oh my god. When I saw the Emperor Palpatine on the desk, right? I I got so sad. Right? Oh my god. I think I think there's one more very important thing we should get to. No, I think we should talk about Spider-Man into the Spider-Man. No, that's what, that's what I was going to say. Um, so, so I've, Logan, I've been watching. This is Logan's talk. super hot take that I. So nice. basically, you guys remember back, you know, twenty minutes ago. Well, when... not the whole we're just no, but he, we we talked about that. English. 
We're just not gonna Double talk about English. Oh, okay, whatever, fine, it's fine. You know, no, he was amazing. We've all talked about He was him. amazing. Yeah. He should be casted yeah. as a joker in yeah. the yeah. future. So balances between Norman and, and Alfred, and they were all great. Yeah. yeah. So I remember 20 minutes ago when Patrick like completely, you know, roasted me. He's like, you know, the fact that they brought in these two Spider-Mans just adds to this coming of age story for the for kind of our universe's Spider-Man and how his relationship with the people who are currently in the universe kind of clashed with these villains and new Spider-Mans coming into the universe. And it was just a great coming of age story that centered around him, right? And I'm just wondering, like, <laughs> didn't they do that three years ago in animated form? Yes, and possibly arguably better. Arguably better. No, no <laughs> way better. But <laughs> you don't have in that film, it's I better. would say that the other Spider-Men are not as, um, they're a, fantastic story supplement. I don't know if they're as much of an emotional supplement when you don't have the history of Toby and Andrew. No, no, but no. Toby and Andrew aren't technically in the movie. But you know what happened? I think what they did was that by basically into the Spider-Verse created completely original characters and made us be emotionally invested in these characters that we literally just met, right? What's like, they what No Way Home does is they bring in these characters that we already know and we love, right? But I don't that we love so much. I so think the huge, fact- So huge, so huge, Ten surface of the sun tank. I do not like Into the Spider-Verse. Okay, Wait, that's what? a separate podcast. That. That's a separate podcast. podcast. No, 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 it's okay. Well. No, you don't get to explain that. Impeach Jordan. Impeach Jordan. Hashtag Alexei for Prez. So here's my issue with no. Oh, we're just losing like four people talking about this. That's great. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So here's my issue with no way home. First off, Miles Morales and Inserters is flawless. If they could just take it with them right in the MCU, I'd say it. Kingpin in the Spider Verse, great. The great aspects. Who wasn't good? Can I just tell you? He's gonna talk about the chase. He's gonna start talking about the pigs in the end. No, no. And it is by the single best. John Mulaney in Spider Verse was amazing. No, no, I'm not. It's the best animation that's ever been done in the film. It took like two years. It was amazing. My issue with the film is that when I, I am literally saying my. Stop getting distracted. Just go. Going faster. Oh my god. Just get to the point. Fast. This episode isn't even about Spider-Verse. Come on, let's My go. Issue, I just thought overall, it's a... I didn't get it. I just didn't get the emotional impact. Then watch it again. Well, I'm sorry. Jordan, that's because like you're not as intelligent as the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> and so basically what I was trying to say is that... It's they, okay. They're marketing to a higher audience. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. They, you can like no way home. It was rated PG-13. I, I just hope you know that. <laughs> Anyway, hey, he's so still at PG. It's okay. They introduce Spider Gwen and they introduce the other Peter, like the Bobby yeah, Peter, Peter, right? And we're, we become emotionally invested in those characters, and those characters help Miles Morales in his growing. Like this is literally his coming of age story and his arc, and it's so good. And I right? think that's great. I don't think it's the only way possible to get to become emotionally from. invested in. Yeah, I agree. I know. I think that it's arguably better. I will agree with you there. I do like Spider Verse is probably my favorite Spider. I think it's also easier to because it's this film form. without the plot structure flaws. But yeah, I, do think I, I think to say that it's inherently better because it adds new characters instead of using old ones when right. those old ones had to earn their own emotional investment yeah. isn't necessarily a take that I would agree with, though I can understand how you would think that. Yeah, that, right. that alone can't like change. No, but they also no. do, they do build from Toby and Andrew. Literally, in, when they bring up like, oh, let's do this one more time, they show like in animated form, basically yeah. scenes okay. from yeah. the Yeah, right. the existence, but that's a minor thing. 
But, yeah, I know, but I'm saying it's well, like also, I also don't think this is like a like like that big of like a conversation. Like you can like invest whatever, so you can like know what hell. But the thing is that like, I'm, I'm the, the thing is that so uh, when I was having this conversation with Ethan, he's like, you can't knock No Way Home because Spider Verse did a similar concept better three years ago. Right, no, but that, that was what you're saying. Right? Yeah, you can't yeah. make you can't say No Way Home is worse because Spider Verse exists, right? And I'm saying. It takes away, so the reason why I love Guardians of the Galaxy is because they literally get, give you like a tree, like Drax, some random familiar. people. I feel like I, feel I brought, this, I brought the exact same argument. This argument no, sounds right? so, so irrelevant. They, no, they created these insane characters. They made this insane world, right? We yeah, hadn't so been like off world to these, like they made a prison planet. Mm -hmm. They made yeah. like all this villain and it was original and it was amazing. And that's the reason why I love Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the reason I didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy Vol Volume 2. But... The fact, like, it's that originality and that ability to make a world that I feel like elevates movies like The Dark Knight, like Into the Spider-Verse, above No Way Home. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a perfectly valid take. It just depends on how much you weigh originality versus pure emotional investment, no matter where it comes from. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Oh, I, I personally just with the notion that you can knock a film because it, purely because it has characters that are already pre-established. As opposed that's to not what you're saying. saying. But that is over, right? Your argument is saying, isn't it based on an infrastructure a more impressive thing by making all of this new stuff, whereas No Way Home borrowed from the old, and that makes it in some ways worse. I'm just saying I value originality and the ability to kind of to make something from the like, I agree with that. Then what they then not doing. That. Do you want to go to grades? Is there any oh we can't really end it. I mean that last like five minutes is just Oh my god, when he was punching him and all he kept doing was smiling. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna Oh, seeing crazy. Green Goblet, Willem Dafoe, the 60 something year old man, power bomb Tom Holland <laughs> through five oh stories. <laughs> also, I, I think an underrated scene is when Lizard actually jumps into the portal with MJ and Ned, yeah. and you just you fully grasp like how powerful these villains are compared to like MJ and Ned, and like yeah. how hard these like guys are working in there. Like, you grasp how like amazing this is. The fight, I, mean, I remember I was watching this interview with Tom Holland when he was talking about making Noah Home. He's like, yeah, you know, the, the fight scenes in Noah Home are way different from any other Marvel film. And he's so like, yeah. it is Dark Knight brutal. Like, it's so well, it's like Daredevil style fighting. Yeah. Okay, so I was about to say, you were saying Dark Knight. No, no, no Dark Knight's no. like. The first scene where Spider-Man fights Green Goblin in way outside of uh, Happy's apartment. Dude, yeah, suplex. That scene is my first off. Love the reference to Spider-Man PS4. We does the yes, the, the, yeah. The but that fight scene is one of the best fight scenes in the MCU. It's so brutal, and it's like you feel every punch. It's just uh, yeah. I, I think the fight scenes are great. I do want to touch on John Watts, director, does not know how to shoot Spider-Man action. Or, or like Spider-Man yeah. action. Swinging. Swinging. Yeah. Swinging. Yeah. When it, and I think Tobey Maguire, they had the limitations of the time. Sp Tom Holland, I think John Watts just doesn't know how to do it. Look at Andrew Garfield yes. swinging. No, the innovation. No. movies. No matter what you think of the movies themselves, it is electric, it is dynamic. Probably no, 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 not going to bring no, John Watts Speaking of electric, the fight scene between Garfield and Electro in Amazing Spider-Man 2 with all the towers, where he's swinging and as he's swinging is dodging the lightning bolts, such, like, that's a perfect... The amount of research and time they put into designing how uh, their rendition of Peter Parker or Spider-Man actually swings, it's so impressive to look at. Like, yeah. oh my god. It's, no, I, I totally it's innovative. I don't feel the weight of Tom Holland's swings. I... 
I don't feel all we get is a joke that's that jumping is not just like yeah. That's, yeah. that's all we get. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. Well, that's true. This again, we've talked about it. The scene when all three Spider Men are swinging and literally swinging off of each other. Well, no, that was masterful. That was masterful. Um, and then I also, I think the two best scenes in this film, in terms of just pure smile on my face, this is masterful. That scene and the final scene where Peter makes his new suit, he's running on the roof. That new suit looks really good. Yeah. And then jumps yeah. off. Yeah. That is and Michael has so much. Can we just say the music? The music in this movie is just mind-blowing. And I don't expect him to let us down in the Batman. Oh my god. Are you just going to listen to the theme? Yeah. It reminds me a lot of the... We're going to have a whole episode on the Batman. No, no, no. It's Michael Giacano. Absolute legend. Um, <laughs> You're just mispronouncing his last name. It's not Jukina. Jukina? Yeah, dude. Michael Jukina. All right. Two Brain's eyes. time. Uh, Jane, start us off. Damn. Okay. A lot of pressure. Um, I'd say 9-7. All right. That's a three. How do we do grades? Out of time. Out of time. You were here last time. You were here last time. You literally actually did a grade last time. Did I? Yeah. No, even you didn't listen to the Rick and Morty. What do you also want to do? No, no, I was not doing. You didn't put me under, even though I've read through no, the book. I made sure that he wasn't. Mm-hmm. I've read through the book. <laughs> so, so nine point seven. All right, Patrick, you good? Uh, yeah, I think that uh, I can knock this film as much for the bad parts as I want to, but I'm only gonna remember the good and right. Like I have to think back on the bad, so I have to give it like a nine point four. Okay. Um, I feel like I've honestly said everything I have to say, so I feel like the only thing left is the number. I would give it a. Yeah, um, this is my one thing. I cared more about Tom Holland than I did Miles Morales. Um, and I think that's my like juxtaposition in Spider-Verse. I care and feel just a little bit more emotional of characters' deaths. Like when Miles' uncle dies, I just, I care, like obviously it's an amazing scene, but I care less. <laughs> Than like when on May dies, like I, I feel like I'm more emotionally invested, and that might just be because it's like the third movie. But um, generally well, speaking, sex movie. Yeah, but it's like the third. It's the yeah. third Holland movie. Um, I think there's a stronger emotional connection in all the things that are happening, and I think it makes the ending more impactful. Um, I do think Spider Verse is a better movie, and I do give it critiques. My biggest critique, and honestly, sole critique, is Doctor Strange. But the reason why I don't knock Doctor Strange too much is I think Doctor Strange is a problem in every single movie, and Kind of honestly makes every single movie worse. So. Although most of his masks can be sick. I don't know. I, if the rumors are true where Charles we, Xavier is coming in. We, we we can assume, I think Doctor Strange is like a walking plot hole. And so I, I, mean, he's I don't- a walking plot hole in the comics as well. You can't make some more. Yeah, he's magic. I don't think, I don't think Wanda's as big of a plot hole as Doctor Strange. Okay, then you Wanda clearly- Wanda can create her own reality. Wait, whatever. It's not, beside the point. I think they're both, I think they're both pretty big problems and I think the MCU needs to work on them more. I'm going to give it 9.7. Um, I'm thinking like Spider versus like a 9.8. I think it's like just a tad bit worse. Mr. Lake? Um, I think Ethan does bring up a good point, but I think something that wasn't mentioned that doesn't need to be mentioned is like, yeah, originality is a big part of why these movies are different. But um, another thing is there are certain things you can only do in animation and certain yeah. things you can only do with cinematography in terms of like in-person acting. Uh, or sorry, live action. I don't want to see in person. Anyway, um, if I have to give it a score, I'd say nine three four. Uh, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, dude. Yeah, that is low. 
That's a lot lower than I thought. You Honestly, I, I, the more I think about it, it's like, it's a good. No, that's a good score. That's an. That's a really high score. No, but I, I think I really nine seven. Six. Yeah, nine six nine five. Yeah, yeah I thought you were gonna... nine seven. That's like high. Like well, I, my score's higher than that. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like I don't even think. I think my highest movie is The Dark Knight. Maybe, but it's I don't think sad. that's not even perfect. Oh I, yes, it's Dark. Knight. Right, it's the closest yeah. thing we have uh, to perfect. What? So Jordan's about to give it a really high number and not have listened to anything I said this time. No, no, no. It's it's, it's close about three. So let's see. Okay. Here's my because here's my closing. He's gonna say like nine seven. Oh, one last thing. Plus point one. I think also the trilogy should be given credit for being completely different in all three. Yeah. Movies. I think they did a really good job. Time to talk about. I don't. I thought the trilogy. I think it's the best trilogy. This movie. Hey, we need more episodes. Best trilogy. You mean better than better than the original Star Wars trilogy? Better than the Dark Knight trilogy. What? I want to just touch on what Ethan brought up. This movie, thought it was great. It made me understand people's problems with the previous two films. It made me get why we needed this Spider-Man story for time. So this set was just completed. I, I so think this, it's like this set was like seen in my little close my life. Because here's like as most of you on the podcast, most of you listeners know, I my two favorite superheroes are Batman and I. Right, I love the story of someone without any powers doing whatever they can to do. It's right, all that kind of stuff. And so I've always loved those characters. And I've never, even though Spider-Man is a great character, I've never really connected with him at all in you know my years of being a fan of this kind of stuff. Until I played the Spider-Man PS4 game in 2018. Again, emotional intelligence is low. Listen, let me say, because I think that genuinely is one of the best Spider-Man stories ever. And it is phenomenally well done, and it perfectly captures the ethos and the essence of who Peter Parker is. And the other film that does that is No Way Home. So you just have to kill Aunt May if you do it Spoiler, I haven't played the game! Yeah, Aunt May dies in the end. But um I think this film, above any other Spider-Man project, perfectly captures what it means to be Spider-Man. And that does matter a lot. And yeah, it has its you know, you, you have your nitpicks with plot, which is actually pretty it's more than a nitpick. There are some serious issues with the plot. Um I firmly oh, believe that if I hadn't known, if I didn't know who Andrew Garfield or Toby McGuire were and didn't know their characters. I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. But I wasn't a huge fan of the Toby trilogy. Like I was never super into that, but I was oh, a huge fan. I was I was I never really loved those films. I didn't think I saw like, Spider-Man 3, or maybe I did, I was barely paying attention. But I know who he is, obviously. To be fair, we were quite young when they came out. Exactly. I had to rewatch them. But Andrew Garfield, I love those movies, even though they are not great, but I love them. Uh, Chasm so 2, greatest movie of awesome. No, so second greatest me, movie of all time. Uh, I'm thinking. Chasm 2? Second grade what was your time. So for me overall, I'm giving this a 9.8. It's got its problems, but it's just, there's so few films that make you feel the way No Way Home made me feel. I just, I loved watching this movie. I saw it again. I loved it. Um, I might buy it straight up on iTunes, just so I have it, even on like Disney Plus or whatever. Uh, it's just such, a, it's such an awesome, great movie. Loved it. Guys, that is a wrap on this week's episode of Excelsior. I don't know what we're talking about next week. Or th- oh no, actually, I do know. We're gonna have Mary Mother. Uh, so that'll be slightly fun. Yeah. That'll be really good. Um, I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm just I meant like, okay, next week, have Mary Mother. Uh, probably. It may not be. We're gonna find out. But I hope you enjoy it. Hey, I mean, Jordan messed up the, the two episodes because you messed up the next episode. I'll listen to the other episodes. Yeah, I know. I'll, 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 I
I'm not going to practice. practice. I'm just going to cut Alexei out and edit it. You're not going to edit it. I'm going to edit it. You don't even know how to edit at this point. Guys, that's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Have a good one.